Andy, thanks very much for joining us. There's a lot of focus around accreditation at the moment. Um, what role do you see that going forward, um, particularly given the more, you know, the greater focus on on wellness and, and those kinds of things? Yeah, it's it's certainly something that, that we believe is going to going to occur in the market. And there, there are two or three routes to this. Um, Assets that currently fetching a premium for environmental accreditations. If you have a high BM rated building, you have good GREB scores, you have a good EPC, you have a good LEED score, there's a lot of evidence that these buildings are fetching a premium in the market. However, we believe that in the future, um, there will be a lot more focus on the SNESG. So buildings, whilst they need to be environmentally friendly, they also need to really create a great, productive, satisfactory environment for their um, occupants there's a lovely stat that is thrown around a lot at smart building technology conferences that 90 percent of the average occupier's cost is their salary so if you can actually for the occupier from a financial standpoint rather than reducing 100 percent of their utilities that represents one percent if you can prove a one percent increase on their productivity of their staff you're actually delivering greater returns the way we think this may bleed into the market is through kind of like an airbnb for the spare office capacity so it seems silly that we have all these satisfaction ratings in um, hospitality. We can go on TripAdvisor. I can look at Expedia. I can go on Booking.com. Um, and I can look at a hotel and I can understand where it is, how much it costs, um, what the nearest transport is, what monuments are nearby, whether there's a sea view or not, whether there's air conditioning or not, whether it has Sky TV, whether there's a mini bar. And I can decide on the exact room in the exact building in the exact city at the exact location that I want to stay in for two days. Yet the office and the desk that I sit at every day for, for months on end, there is no available information. You kind of go, yep, I like the company, I like the job, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. And there's a load of evidence that the environment in a building can really impact wellness, satisfaction, happiness. There's a really famous study out of MIT that shows uh, that on Manhattan across 1,400 buildings, those buildings that score highly on the satisfaction index actually are, are receiving 29% higher rents. Yet no one is yet measuring these. So as the office market becomes more flexible, so as there's this spare office capacity where we all start working from home, if, if kind of surveys during COVID are to be believed, landlords will need to either repurpose this space or, or perhaps sublet it. And so we're seeing this Airbnb model slowly bleed into commercial offices. WeWork have recently announced that they're going to move to a pure booking model, so no more membership. So you can walk past a WeWork building just like you can a hotel. You can log into your phone and book a desk there and then. And you've got to think that all this data is going to suddenly bleed through into the market where we will understand those buildings that people want to be in. And there are already companies such as WiredScore who are trying to to trying to produce a smart building index that will inevitably have a measure of satisfaction. And the more we understand about what people are using, when, why, how, how much they're willing to pay, how long they're willing to stay on these hourly repeat bookings, the more information there will be. And, um, and inevitably, those assets that, that are producing those environments will be those and, and that are able to collect that data and analyze it will be those that uh, will fetch premiums in the market. Really interesting to get your perspective on things. Thanks very much for joining us, Andy.